Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, it's the Rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story... We know that Memphis has rescheduled its football game against Missouri next season, previously scheduled to be here at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, now to St. Louis at the Dome at America Center. We knew that already as of yesterday when Memphis announced it uh, official. They also announced, too, that they're going to open with Bethune-Cookman. There had been some changes to the schedule, obviously, with North Texas becoming a conference member, but you're opening against Bethune-Cookman, going to play versus Missouri in what's technically a neutral side game, but really not. You're only talking about an hour and a half, a little less than that drive from Columbia to St. Louis for those folks. Now, that said, the new news that Laird Beach said today, they're going to get a million bucks, Memphis essentially, for allowing Missouri to relocate this game. Now, you had a choice here. Missouri could have just bought you out for $250,000. That's part of the contract. Missouri essentially did not want to play here. They could have done that. In this way, you get more than that, obviously, for we've talked about an athletic department that needs to get as much as it can at this point with everything it's trying to do in terms of the upgrades to Simmons Bank over there. Uh, Veach confirmed that they're getting the $250,000 cancellation fee, reading the story from over the Commercial Appeal. Uh, they're going to get an additional $500,000 guarantee from Missouri as well as up to $250,000 in lower-level tickets in which Memphis will keep the revenue. And so up to a million for Memphis to relocate that game. We said this was the way it would go. It's why you were in negotiations, uh, obviously trying to get that number up. Look, Missouri didn't want to play the game. Uh, get that. Could have been out of here scot-free and leaving you having to fill an open date. Uh, I think this is the, the best of both worlds, frankly, to go ahead and get this game. You get yourself a nice little payday, still get a shot to upset an SEC opponent, albeit you know, up there on the road and not here at Simmons Bank. Any problems with that, John? No, I mean <clears> – <throat> I think it's it now. I guess the question is the the revenue piece of it, right? Like, what if they don't sell the, you know, the lower level there? Right. Either, either way, then you're seven hundred fifty if you got nothing from that because it's five hundred thousand dollar guarantee and it's two hundred fifty for buying out of the game in the first place for the contract. I mean, up to two fifty. Yeah, up to, right for the. I mean, it just depends on how many tickets they sell. You could get, but but the lower level they they could get up to another quarter million dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I, I it's a math question, right? I'm assuming that Memphis did the math, and it's like the old Mark Cuban. Uh, it's like the old Mark Cuban phrase on Shark Tank: fifty uh, percent of you know a grape is better than zero percent of a watermelon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm you pick it up what I'm putting down there. Yeah, 
It's still better than nothing. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I, I suppose that applies here. It does because, I mean, 250 is really nothing in the grand scheme of things, right? Um, not that 750 a million is, is that much more. Well, to your point, 250, you could go schedule another game, but who are you going to get at this point exactly. that's going to draw in that's folks exactly right. to offset? You're not. You're not. The other potential 750 you're getting. You're just not. Because I, every SEC team and everybody, you know, for most power fives, are going to have those schedules all the way all the way out at this point, scheduled out. So nobody, not to mention, nobody's going to want to come here and play you here. Correct. This late notice. And so from that standpoint, you, you talked about a math equation. I think this one was pretty obvious. Yeah, and and so I I, I can't really fault Memphis for doing it. Um, and, and again, it's a it's a manageable road trip too. It's it's an it's a it's a, it's a quote unquote neutral site. It's not. It's going to be Missouri fans, uh, I assume. But I don't know if Missouri fans are going to rush to uh, St. Louis to watch their team play the Tigers. I, I mean, who knows? So it could be you could have as many fans as they do. This depends on if Missouri is good, if which I don't suspect they will be. I mean, you could beat them. I mean, what are they going to do this year with Drinkwitz? I don't know. It just depends on how the season finishes. They don't look great. I mean, I know they're like, oh, we played Georgia tight, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're probably feeling decently today, but that could all go to hell. Well, I wonder if there's more energy around it next year if there's a new coach there, obviously. Even if in right. cover, what could be transitional times obviously would be if there'd still be more energy there. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's they, a new coach, if it's Drinkwitz and you're at the end of yeah. the rope here, yep. you know, you, you might not have anybody up there for well, the yeah, to I be mean, honest with you. That those fuzzy feelings go away real quick yeah. when they get their brains beat in by Florida this weekend, right? Which mm-hmm. they probably will. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a, it's a good question. But if it is a good new coach, that gives Memphis a much better chance to win. If it's a new coach, new roster, transfers, all that, like get, I'd, if I'm going to play an SEC team, I want to play an SEC team with a first-year head coach in a neutral site. If I got Seth Hennigan, I feel decent against Missouri. Yeah, I mean, if Memphis is able to keep most of their guys, right, Seth Hennigan is the most important one, right, mm-hmm. able to keep – That's the key. Maybe upgrade the offensive line a little bit, ideally, um, find a, a weapon either through the rest of this season or in the transfer portal – Absolutely. You still get a chance to get a win over an SEC opponent. And you get uh, potentially, you know, I, they're not going to get the full uh, million, right? I don't think they'll get the full. Cause yeah, because uh, of the up to on the 250000 yeah, ticket. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to end up getting all of that. But they could probably, I mean, they'll get close. I mean, they'll certainly get 800 you know, 850 I don't know. Um, and with some upshot, depending on, you know, do we know what game of the season is that? Do we know? September 23rd. Okay, be. so it's like your third game of the season, right? Yeah, because the second's the opener. Yeah, so, I mean, the truth be told, they could get a million if they start 2-0. and I mean, if they start 2-0 and and Memphis looks good and um, Missouri doesn't, <laughs> you know, I think Memphis could get could sell out their allotment, probably not. It's not a good bit, though. It's also a tr- an excuse to go to St. Louis, which I'm sure there are lots of people that would love that. Easy little trip. Yeah, easy little trip up there. Yeah, and then you get Boise State back here the next week. So, I, for for math equation, I think Memphis chose correctly here. Yeah, I think they did. Um, and so for those reasons, um, I think it's a it's a win for Memphis. And uh, I I don't know how they're going to use it. That was has that been? I mean, I guess it's at their discretion. They have a lot of irons in the fire there at the University of Memphis that they have to take care of. Um, but it's it's almost a million dollars in the fund there, so it all helps. Next story. I talked about this yet, but there was an NFL game last night, 49ers Rams, um, and it sort of felt like, you know, two franchises, two teams kind of going in opposite directions here, right? Now the Rams got what they wanted out of Matt Stafford. 49ers won the game convincingly. Pick six on Matt Stafford sealed that one. Um, 
I saw Richard Sherman tweeting last night. I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a your perfect straw man, right? Your perfect straw man argument or red herring. I get those two mixed up sometimes. Um, but he said, uh, cannot tell me Stafford is playing better than golf right now. If you're a numbers guy, then go check them. Oh, my Lord. Now, that was a really stupid thing to tweet, right? That was a really – first of all – If you were awake for all of last season, it's a stupid thing to tweet. Right. Rich, where, where, where were you, big fella? Did you happen to miss the Super Bowl champs? Well, I seem to recall he was going through some things. I don't know if it was along yes, the same was. timeline, but Richard was going through some things previously. Well, when one Maybe door, he missed it. When one door closes uh, because it's locked, another got, one opens. It was the car accident with the vodka, right? Or he had, remember, had, it was remember he, was, he thought, was knocking at the door. Yeah. His, I don't know if yeah. all that happened in the same thing. He's banging on the door of his in-laws, wasn't he, of his, of his, of his wife's parents? Yes, that's what Anyone, I remember. Yes, he's guilty that. to two misdemeanors in March of 2022. So I'm, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, no. John. Yeah, uh, well, I, but you you're know, right. It doesn't work. Well, because way. here's the other thing too, right? Like golf. Even if you want, even if you, I, I, it's just a stupid comparison because golf did not win a Super Bowl. He got to the Super Bowl and he did not win it with the Rams and Sean McVay. Stafford got to the Super Bowl and won it with Sean McVay. So. I mean, I, I don't know what his implication is there, uh, that it was like a bad trade or something. Like, no, dude, they got a Super Bowl out of it. That was the whole idea behind if, it. If that's all they get out of it, it was still a good deal. I mean, you kidding me? Yeah, so and what? And you played it at home, remember? The first you played, it at, you played home, it at home. You, you know? did that, that. You had Law lined up for you, and to your point, he put you over the top. Golf did not do that. Was the Tampa Bay Super Bowl not in Tampa? I don't think so. Okay, I thought I thought maybe maybe it, I thought the Rams were the first team to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know why I felt like that was well, uh, KC. KC was that game was in Tampa, wasn't it? You're saying KC? Yeah, Tampa. in 21, it was KC yeah. in Tampa. Yeah. So it's in Tampa. two straight, two straight. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, you're right. Not a good memory there. Yeah, because uh, that's right. Mahomes that. was saying in that game last time I was down here, I was walking away. They were celebrating the Super Bowl. That was in Tampa. Raymond Damn. James. Yep. Um and and uh, you know for whatever reason just not not uh, not a very well attended Super Bowl only twenty four thousand came out for that one um because I guess I just didn't like the what? matchup mm, you funny guy COVID it's just kind of crazy to look at that though I like I Wikipedia it you know and it's attended twenty four thousand eight hundred what is this like the the Super Bowl one were they all like on one side or down the lower bowl or something of that or did they have to spread out I can't remember that yeah I don't remember either I don't remember it looking weird though. Yeah, I, on television. But they the, invited those first responders. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah, that's they what did, it was. Yeah. It was the, the first responder bowl. First responder. Mm-hmm. It was the first responder. Yeah. Only 53 cases um, were traced back to Super Bowl events. So, I mean, pretty pretty good. Remember when we would do COVID radio? Man, that was a time. That was a time. Regardless. Uh, Rams Niners. Yeah, Rams Niners. Uh, Niners get the win convincingly. And, you know, Jimmy G looked comfortable. Uh, they ran the ball really well. Defense showed up. Got to Matt Stafford seven times. Defense looked really good. Um, this is always the existential question in games like this. Who does it say more about, the Rams or the Niners? Probably the Niners. You look at – I mean, you got a, you got a team that lost to the Bears, and we know why. At that point, you had Trey Lance under center. Now you got Garoppolo, a guy who's been there and done it, and you're seeing a team – I like the way you put it. It, uh, it. It's going in two different directions. Rams going down. Niners going back up. So it probably says more about 
where they're headed and what they can be. They get that run game established. You got Jimmy G, who's not going to lose it for you. And a defense, obviously, if you're capable of seven sacks on the defending champs, that's a that's a that's a Super Bowl caliber defense. Mm-hmm. So uh, for all those reasons, I'd say it probably says more about the Niners. Yeah, I mean, I I think the Rams have problems though. Um, they have not worked in Allen Robinson yet. Yep. They can't figure. I think he only had two catches yesterday. Can't figure that one out. Yep. Cam Akers is, and I'll hold my hand up here. I thought this was going to be a breakout for him. Mm-hmm. It's been the other way to the point where they're having to go to Daryl Henderson more than they are Cam. It feels like for whatever reason, Cam can't get you know off the ground from from that standpoint. The offense just doesn't look right. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And some of that might be, you know, Stafford's elbow, but a lot of it was just the pressure last night. Yeah, they could not keep the Niners off of him. It's the offensive line. It's Matt Stafford's right. elbow. It's it's it's, it's all these things. Um, and it's see, but I think by the end, like, who was that locking four we were talking to? By the end, they're going to have Odell back and all that. You know, know you but figure can you, you fix can, the offensive line? Can you line? shore up the line enough? To that point, Cincinnati's done it on the fly after giving up 13 over the first two weeks. Have given up, I think it's three or four over the last two weeks. So it can be done uh, in the ramp. I mean, Stafford, you you have to do it for him. If you don't give him time, you're not giving yourself a chance. So. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the only thing. Like Indianapolis, right, for example, Indianapolis is 31st in the NFL in uh, in, in run blocking. Their, their, their offensive line is, is awful. Uh, and that's why they're, you know, lose. I mean, Matt Stafford sack fumble many times yet uh, on Sunday. You know, that's the problem I think, and I think that's why Allen Robinson probably has not gotten because Cup is a, a master at getting open immediately, right? He can run every single route underneath, get, you know, uh, shake free. You know, Allen Robinson probably is a guy that, you know, you got to let him get downfield, right? I mean, he can make plays for you, but he's mm-hmm. not the he's not the you know. Uh, straight up every route runner all over the field that Cup is. Nobody. Cup is one of one. I think, uh, you know, nobody understands that more than you. I, th- I just think that takes time with Allen. That's To your I mean, point that, about, I mean, he's looking at Cup every time, especially on bailouts yes. when there's yes. pressure. Because he knows. That, that, he's that, feeling that, it. There's right. the relationship yes. there, and you trust yes. him. They well, don't have that yet Well, and Cup Allen. is one of the greatest receivers of all time as well. That's another piece of it. Is that all you would time? Dude, s- slow down. I'm talking movie, movie made. <laughs> no, we are. What was did the movie with the Philadelphia? Movie. Well, it's Kurt time Warner for another. And your Philadelphia special teams man. It's time for another. About Cooper Cup. Yeah, that yeah. dude's story is inspiring. Is it not? I mean, it's a great story. It's it feels boring as hell. I'm gonna be real honest. Why with is you. that? Because it's a story of adversity. The white receiver that they said couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, let me. Direct I think it. I feel like I've seen it a million times. Well, you haven't. That's the thing. What the Philly man was the same story. That is not the same story. He was nowhere near as productive as Cooper Cup has been. He. I know he was a special teamer. Many people. But it's doubted, the same thing. Many people it's doubted. A, it's the Rudy story all over again, just in a different form. Bro, Rudy. Rudy was a Rudy played like three snaps. There, there was doubt. They said he couldn't do it. Where does he come from? It's like some Eastern weird Washington. Eastern yeah. Washington. Again, many similar slums, things in this dude. Thing. The you never turf. get out of there. Red turf, bro. Red turf. He had to overcome. That's what he played on. Red turf, not green turf. Yeah, dude. Let me write the screenplay. Bro, there's a million of them out there. Not that. We don't need the story of another white man uh, not, no, don't who look, overcame no. adversity. No, no, that's that's not, still living, John laying on the loves turf. That's that story. He loves the story of Over, the white man who overcame. Oversimplifying. He loves it. Oversimplifying. How many different times are you going to tell the story? Oversimplifying. You're one of them. You've told your story. You're the story. Oversim- You've done it. Oversimplifying. It's, one, it's your favorite. Oversimplifying. Not just a white man. A white wide receiver. 
You sang the same thing about McCaffrey there for a couple of years. You were singing his tunes. What happened? What happened to that movie? He fell off, right? He because he was short lived. He was leaned on too heavily. He carried too big a burden. Well, I think that's fair. That's probably fair. They put and that's too what, much on that's, him. And that's what but again, differentiates you get too giddy Cooper about Cup. This. You get too giddy about because the, he he has to shoulder the same burden. But what is he? He's like he is no different than the Memphis football defense. He shows up every week. Cup is he? a beast. He I'm not taking in. anything away from him. first one there, one of the last best one receivers leave. of all time. You just go too far. I, I think he's had a nice couple of years per here. Per capita, he is. Yes. Am I wrong? Per capita? Yes, you're wrong about one of the greatest receivers of all who's time. Better? Give him a couple of who's, more years. Who's better? I'm not doing this with Who's you. better than Cooper? Honestly. Uh, we got one right here played for Memphis better than Cooper. Played for that same team. Better. Cooper got some years to go before you're as good as the Rev. Who? Isaac Marcus Bruce, Rucker. Isaac Bruce, fool. You're not even number one in your own organization yet. Ooh. Ooh, that's a take. That's tough. That's a tough one, man. You're really going for me on that one, Ike. But Reverend Jed, you'll, Ike, you'll run, you'll run Memphis and Rev over for this white man. Oh well, that's not really. Yes, you will for the white man who overcame adversity out of Eastern Washington. What should we call Disney the movie? Disney do the story. What should we call the movie? Another one. Gr- g- they just got done another with Kurt one. Warner. They another just, one. Another one. That's, that's a, a movie title. That's a, that's a great title for it. Another one. Well, Giannis got Rise on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Nah, he he did, he did. Again, I told you, uh, Disney just did Kurt Warner. It's got, it got to take some time in between. I think we should have shelved that one after his son's performance this weekend. I think we should have probably just put that one. Like, I know we don't do DVDs anymore. I think you should have been forced to buy that one on DVD if you truly wanted to watch it. The story of Kurt Warner. It is a great. Is it really? He really has a movie. Yes, I believe that's the case. I, th- I might be exaggerating about Disney. I'm pretty the the Kurt Warner story. Now, I, I, look, it's I, out there. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's Disney. Look, I agree. I think the white man story has been told a bit too much. I think we have not been as selective as we should have been. Like Sean Payton got a movie, right? It wasn't that the Sean Payton movie, Kevin James. You know what I'm talking about? It released over the summer. What? There was a Kevin James movie, man. American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Okay, have, okay, but you have not seen it. Mm-mm. What was the Kevin James movie, man? I swear it was about Sean Payton. Home team, that you watch one. Watch that trash. Yeah, he was Sean Payton in that movie. Like I, I feel like that was not one where we should have. You know, we could have probably skipped on that one, because there is. I, I, I'm sensing from the marketplace here that there is a bit of an oversaturation of that particular genre of film. Is that what you're putting down? No. No, I was actually looking up this Kurt Warner uh, story. It's a, a digital release. Uh, it was a Warner's Brothers movie. Okay. No, nah, I kept calling it Disney. It's not That's Disney all right. officially. It felt like a Disney movie. But I told you. And it was about his journey from being a grocery bagger to a a, a star quarterback. That's a great story. Well, we've, uh, I, we know you like those kinds of stories I, I, for a great I, many reasons. Any other uh, real takes from last night's game for you? I, I thought Tyler Higby played a great game. Man, stop. I thought he is, he is coming great, on. Great white tight end, huh? No, you that, like him a lot that, to that, get to the top, don't that, you? That's a uh, that's a position that is clearly, uh, you know, I feel like that's one we've kind of always had historically, right? We we have this conversation every now and then. Stop. Tight end, Gonzalez, Gates, Gonzalez. Well, Pitts is, now Pitts is not having the year that you know. I don't think Pitts is in this conversation. Waller, Waller again fell off. 
Who are you going to throw up? Kittle, who barely got any targets last night? Get, uh, Kittle. Man looking skinny out there. Kelsey, don't forget Kelsey, right? He's strong, but He's, as you know. Frank Wycheck, one of the best. One of the best ever. No, he's doing a podcast these days. That's right. Well, he's retired, bro. You want him to keep playing at I'm 55 just years you, old? I don't know if, it's t- if tight ends as owned as you say it is by y'all. Hold on now. I'm trying to think about Yeah, I need to hold on because huh? you're trying to come up with some more, ain't you? I just ran out about six or seven. Okay, who's the best tight end of all time? Is it Gonzalez? Oh, I mean, Ditka's got to be in that conversation. Okay. I can't sit up here and okay, Ditka. Not That's have good. Mike we needed Ditka him. We needed, to, we needed but, to win. But Tony Gonzalez. And Antonio Gates. Gates is up there. Uh, let's see. You you put Kyle Pitts in there way too early. He can't even catch four passes uh, in a regular season game at this point right now. Now that's probably a Mariota issue. But he's the new one, bro. He is. Yeah. Wait till Atlanta gets gets a real quarterback. I'm trying to think around the league. Like, yeah, you can't. This is gonna take you forever, bro. Is it really that bad? I mean, the tight end position in and of itself. There's only there's only like eight guys. Go grab your Zach Ertz, bro. Oh, Ertz. You're gonna need him. How about the kid for in this uh, battle? The man in uh, that I called him a kid. He's really a man in New York. Tyler Conklin. You familiar with what he's doing? No. Bro is putting up big-time numbers in New York. Did you see Tony Gonzalez when they were doing the Browns game and he was standing next to Njoku with his shirt off? Which Njoku was, had his shirt off? Yes. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a monster. He did the interview with no shirt. It made, no, if you he look made like Tony that. look small. Yeah, if you looked like Njoku, you Beast. would be doing everything shirtless. Any of us would, right? So so, so back off there with oh, your grips Njoku, on the tight end position. Njoku, I'm just telling you, we got specimens oh, out here. Yeah, I understand that. Let's back off It's a, a bad – we're not, not doing, doing, we're not going the Njoku route here, are we? I I'm mean, a, that's a reach. I got the Fantastic of diver- four, speaking, Armstrong reach. Speaking of diversity, I got another story about a – a man with a diverse background. Next story. His name's Albert Pujols. You ever heard of him? I have. 42 years old. Hit 703 home runs. He has now two RBIs last night. Put him past Babe. Now, the card's lost. We're not going to talk about that part of it. No, Brad doesn't want to go there. And don't worry, Brad, I won't. But what Pujols is doing, (laughs) and I've given him all the respect burgers I can at this point. It's now 24 home runs on the season uh, we know that he had passed A-Rod. That's, that's, that's old news at this point. What's crazy is how close he is to being uh, number one in RBI. I didn't realize that Hank Aaron's sitting there at 2297. Pujols passed Babe last night on the RBI list. He's not 2216. He is 81 RBI behind Hank Aaron for the all-time record. Now, Pooji said he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year is it. He's got 66 RBI this year. So 24 home run. Home runs, 66 RBI for a 42-year-old slugger. He hadn't hit this many home runs since 2016 when he hit 31 for the Angels. It's been a hell of a of a of a you know swan song for Albert Pujols, and maybe the Cardinals can take this thing deep in the postseason. But at a time where uh, Aaron Judge is struggling to get this last one to break the record, nobody wants to pitch to him. Right. Well, yeah, that's part of it. Uh, Pujols can't. He, he, the only thing he's doing is knocking him out the park. So he continues to. To amaze Albert Pujols, I, I feel like somebody needs to take the fall. Right? There needs to be a pitcher to just throw it up there and give it to him for Judge. Yes, you're talking about Judge. You know, I was just talking about this during the break with Jason. Everybody's going to throw at the plate or throw outside. I, they don't want to be the guy. Just throw everything at the at the turf, basically. Yes, I mean I understand, right? 
That's what um, you got to do. Nobody I, wants to take that that bullet. They don't. And, and I, but I don't remember who threw the you know pitch to I don't uh, Mark McGuire no. and Sammy Sosa. Do you? No. Nobody remembers that stuff. You just remember the. the it's not about the pitcher. Your job is to pitch. Sometimes you're going to get gone yard on. It happens, man. I wouldn't be so afraid of it. I wouldn't walk the guy. That's stupid. You know, like don't be that. You know. Plus, it's like I think we can maybe like cash app the guy. Cause like it's like we all come together, cash out the guy. Like, hey man, just give him like give him a soft one right over the plate, so we don't have to have these cut ins anymore during college football. I'm like, damn, they are annoying. I'm like, this guy's at the plate again. Also, also, like from a from a journalistic perspective, right? If you wanted to watch Aaron Judge break the record, you would watch him try to break the record. You would go watch it. You would go find it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're. It's not like anybody sitting around saying, "Man, you know, I wish we could watch Eric." Like, no, dude, you can like go find the game. I promise. Like, it's it's right there on the MLB app. You know, if you care that much, I feel like we should not have it forced on. I don't know why. I don't know why ESPN is doing that. Like every, you know, it's just annoying. I'm 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 trying to watch a college football game. All right, I don't want to be force fed baseball. It's not the end of the world, but like I swear, it's like every. Five minutes, this guy's at the plate. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. how many times is this guy going to bat tonight? You know, the, be chal- the challenge they're up against is now the divisions are set. Like, so the stakes are, so you can't make the argument that I'm pitching around oh, exactly. him or whatever. Like, I can just go ahead and pitch around him because I'm trying to pitch for my, exactly. my number. Exactly I want right. to pitch for my career that, that, number at the end of this year. That's exactly right. So I don't want to pitch to him. If, I, if I'm a pitcher, especially here at the end, maybe I'm a rookie, I brought, I, whatever. Oh, 100%. I ain't, I ain't throwing to you, bro. Nope. I mean, unless it's like, unless you know he comes up and the bases are loaded, there you, go. you know. I mean, then you even have, then I might not. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean that's an interesting dilemma there. Uh, but yeah, I cannot. I know this was about Albert Pujols and his, but it is yeah. sort of intertwined with Judge's, you know, pursuit here. Um, I, I, I don't know how much more I can take of watching Aaron Judge be walked four times a damn game. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like. Just please let it let it exist where it is. You know, don't force it to us. Even the broadcasters are making jokes about it now. Who are on the college football games? I heard somebody doing that. <laughs> I can't remember which game it was, but they were joking about it. Um, yeah, it's just like it's just it's 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 silly. Jason, do you silly. get the idea that the uh, story in the American League has been bigger than Pujols' story as far as national coverage? That's the vibe I get. And maybe Probably. I'm maybe I'm biased because I'm a I'm a Cardinals guy. I don't I don't know. I, I just know you know. I've given Aaron Judge a respect burger for the season he's had and the way that he's gone about his business. But I, I will say this. I don't care about this record. Th- this, this idea of how we separate this from what Bonds did. You mentioned McGuire and Sosa. And it's almost there's this segment of us, right, and a lot of it's the baseball media that we can't speak of those guys because of that era, and this is more genuine and real. Just the idea that Maris's son is there. And, oh, I respect this one so much more, right, because these guys – that was baseball to that point, and I've made this point to John before. Baseball profited off of that uh, race between McGuire and Sosa, yes, during a steroid-plagued era, but we loved it. We absolutely loved it, and at the time, those guys were not – Barry wasn't failing a drug test. So this idea that we can't talk about the real record, that this American League record is all of a sudden more important than it really truly is, at least to me, I, that, that's the part of this. I, to your point about you know break-ins and all that – it's the American League record, and guys have gone far above this beforehand. So that's why, for me, 
it does. As much as I respect the way he's gone about it, I don't care about this record enough for the break-ins to John's point and everything else. So, again, I, I know some have gotten you – know, I, I don't want to sound like I'm hating on Aaron Judge at all because I'm not. But this mark, this sixty-one, doesn't mean a dang thing to me. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't mean I don't. It's wanna... the baseball writers that would say, "Well, this is more real than what Bonds right. and Sosa and McGuire and those guys did." Right. You know, because that was the steroid era, and they hold it against them. Yep. You know, and they're going to continue to till their dying day. But I think it's 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 just it's so convenient to separate those when literally baseball was profiting mm-hmm. off those baseball those cut-ins for Barry. That was real. That yeah. was happening. Yeah. Whether you think there were steroids going through his veins or not, yes. it happened. It's it? there. I know it's got an asterisk. Yep. For me, it's the record. Exactly. And if we were talking about Aaron there, then I'd be ready to jump on Agreed. in well, and say, "Well, now I, I, I totally feel like agree. I'm watching yeah. history." Totally agree. Totally agree. But it's the dynamic of that. Story and the the opinions on whether you thought that was if that's a record or not that that plays into this thing for me it just I I haven't found it as newsworthy as others because of all those reasons. Both stories are getting a little spoon of sugar kind of BS. I in think that Pucci way. deserves it. That yeah, mark, I mean that's a career mark. It we're is. Talking about. It is. But you're, you're getting a lot of the grandiose. He did it the right way. You know that kind of stuff. Some of that's happening too. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I, and I'm a Cardinal a fan. Test. I yeah. I think it's a little thick even for me. You know on both both races. Mm-hmm. So but. I'm excited about it as a fan. I think baseball sort of needed this injection because, let's be honest with you, I still baseball's got a lot of long way to no, go. Baseball here. can use anything it can get. Well, anything, and, that, and that's why for baseball, yes, it makes sense all to make all the news of the world about this. My about the race. my issue is nobody knows better than ESPN how few people actually care about baseball, right? They know that people people don't watch baseball. Interesting. They know that people do watch college football, right? I mean, that is that is why they That's pay right. yeah. the amounts of money that they pay to get the television rights for all these different leagues. So That's why Louisville, Florida State's on on a Friday night, as opposed to that uh, Yankees game. Memphis, Houston. Memphis, Houston right? this Friday. Yeah, I mean, that's not, a, that's not a game that the nation cares about, but it's still going to get better ratings than a random baseball game, right? So my question is, you have the numbers. Why are you force-feeding us baseball? You know we don't care about it. You know we don't like it. We don't watch it as a country, right? right? I mean, you're going to have pockets of, you know, re- it's a regional thing, right? So why are you doing this? You know you have the you got the books, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like Fox Third, like like Ben Hogan had the numbers, right? Ben Hogan knew that the the Memphis market does not by and large watch the Tennessee Titans as much as they might watch the Baltimore Ravens or or, or the Buffalo Bills, right? And so Ben Hogan made the executive decision to say we're not going to air the Titans on Fox 13. I'm kidding about Ben Hogan. I'm, I keep throwing yeah, the keep throwing. <laughs> you keep using his name like it's. It's not him. It's not him. He didn't have people anything to do with getting it. in their cars. Right. Gonna believe no, Ben, ben Hogan. Hogan made that ben Hogan decision. is completely. As far as I know, no. he is totally innocent. Uh, even though I do think he should be investigated uh, because the Raiders did lose the Titans the week the week, the week prior. That's right. So is there okay. some interior motive there? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's got to be investigated a full. You know, a full deal. Um, but again, like these companies have the the ratings information. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like somebody people always get on our ass, right? People, are, oh, you're talking about this too much. You're talking about that. We we talk about what people at large, right, want to hear about. You know, I mean, we. That's right. I mean, in, in a way, right? We don't always say, all right, whatever. But but we inform, you know, the things that people want to hear about by and large. Well, especially right? when the sports are going on exactly. in the fall. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> like like we're not gonna come on here. Uh, the day after the University of Memphis basketball program plays a game, or the Grizzlies play a game, or what have you, and open on, uh, man, you know, last night Cardinals tough one, uh, and and, and, <laughs> yeah. and the what? It's not happening. Right. It's not happening. Yeah, that would be stupid. 
because that's not what you come here for. Scott, I mean, you know your audience. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm very confused as to why ESPN all of a sudden has forgotten about theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, like, stop it. You could say, hey, this is what you could do. This is honestly, I mean, they got money invested, right? In the end, that's where they're trying well, they, to get their. That's right. They could do this. If you want to watch, air, like, coming up on ESPN News, you know, like, there's not always a college football game going on on every single channel that ESPN has. So if you insist, you could just say, yep. hey, Aaron Judge is coming up. You could just flash a graphic. Aaron Judge is up. He's on deck. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch, go to ESPN News. Yes. That's. I, I'm fine with that. I, I think, think we should have a – this is a democracy, mm-hmm. right? Not a dictatorship. <laughs> I should not be force-fed Aaron Judge's walking, you know, an intentional walk again. Um, anyway, that was a long-winded thing. Um, people are uh, – uh, Axios said a piece today about how much they think um, Aaron Judge's number oh, 62 could yes. go for. Um, they think it could go for upwards of $1.25 million. Wow. The record is, is McGuire's number 70, which, uh, which sold $3 million in 1998, which in, which in 2022 dollars is $1 billion. Um, so because of inflation. Right. Uh, so, I mean, there you go. Babe Ruth's 1933 All-Star game. I, I have the list. kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Eight hundred and five grand. Mm. Now, again, I don't know when that was sold, right? I mean, the inflation, the inflation yeah. is so important when you talk, talk about these numbers, right? Um, Barry Bonds' number 756 went for 752. Hank Aaron's number 755 went for 650. Uh, let's see, Bonds 73, 518, 762, 377. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, mostly it's just Barry Bonds. Sammy Sosa, number 66, went for $150,000. There is no chance in hell I would give that ball back. I mean, oh, no. th- these people, and, well, I, and I'm if not, you pay and I'm, me, I'll give it to you. No, that's what I'm saying. I would take the money. I'll be honest with you. My kid needs his college tuition. 100%. You know, like, I don't, it's not even a conversation. If I caught the ball, I would say, Aaron, give me a million dollars and you can have it. Right now. Right now. Please give it, pay it in cash or I mean, put, here's my bank account. Yeah. Wire me a million dollars and you can have the ball. <laughs> yes. I mean, you got it, bro. What are we talking about? Okay. Like, you want the ball. I caught it. You hit it. I'm not <laughs> trying to, like, I'm not. A million dollars is my line, or else you're never going to see it. Yeah, it's fine. Because somebody's going to pay a million dollars for it. Yes, I'd li- I'm going to give you the first crack at it. Yeah, right. I'm giving you a solid here. I don't. I don't think there's anybody. If you give that ball back to Aaron Judge for a signed jersey and season tickets, you are a dumbass. That's criminal. You are an idiot. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think you'll have anybody that that foolish. Uh, I, I think you're right. Not to maximize you see it, though, a lot. Like you do see it a lot. Like but the other not day, on this level on Pujols, yeah. I think it was 702 the other yeah. day, somebody threw it back, or it was one of, the, one of the games, and they just threw it back, and they hand them a bat. No, it was like one of the – no, it was a rookie, his first at bat. But even a rookie, like if that dude has a contract, like I kind of want my money instead of the, the rookie bat. Yeah, because these guys, I'm just telling you, they they have more money than God. It's not gonna matter yeah. to them, right? It's not gonna matter to them. Oh, I gotta, yeah, they'll be inconvenienced by it. Whatever, this guy wants me to pay, but you better do it. Because <laughs> yeah. if you don't, then uh, Joe Schmo, who's like a hedge fund dealer. manager, you know, I'm telling you, somebody will buy that thing for a million dollars, right? I want Aaron. I want it to be you. I do. I want it to be you, but it don't have to be a million dollars. That's my fault. And that's a discount, by the way. It's worth one point. And I'm going to want, like, uh, you know, I want, like, some Yankees garb. Give me some Yankees garb. <laughs> sign two. Yep. I mean, one million and some, you know, I, I don't care about I don't live there. I don't, so I, but give me, like, some, some assigned jersey, mm-hmm. hat. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, Should like, the glove. Yeah. I think that's a fair Don't you think that's a fair offer? Yeah, I think so. I'll give you the glove. 
Oh, I appreciate it. I mean, the the cash that's going to go back to the that's going that's going back to truest. But but you can have the uh, you can have the glove. I appreciate that. And Brad, you can have a hat. Thank you. All right. Because uh, kind of you. very, very generous. generous of you. Those are those generosity. Be those yeah. will be where I mean he, someday, yeah. right? Yeah, the hall. I guess the hall will want him in, in theory. Right? Exactly. So yeah. then you can deal with them. Um, but yeah, Pujols has his record. He's chasing in the. Let's just pray. Let's pray Aaron Judge gets his very soon, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the playoffs start soon, right? When do the playoffs? We got start? like three regular season games here. Yeah, yeah they're this coming week. Up. Yeah, they just established so all the gonna, playoffs. That's the beauty of it. It's going to be like, does, and ESPN does not get playoff games, correct? Uh, I don't know they who's got it now. this year because they got that. Well, they'll probably get some first rounders because they got those wild cards. We got so I would many think so. Now. Yeah, yeah, there's a ton of them. them. They have. They damn it! It's six teams. Damn it! Damn it! ESPN. Now ESPN has hockey too, right? Didn't they just buy? Yeah, a they just package? bought that. Yeah, that's why Levy got his gig. Yeah, so we're gonna have to deal with that on ESPN now a lot more uh, hockey. It was nice when it was gone. I I didn't miss it. No, uh, I'm yeah. But uh, that's, uh, there you go. That's that's uh, that is baseball. Uh, the baseball update there for you today. All right, we'll come back. Uh, Trisha Crick is gonna join us at one twenty-five. We'll talk to her about Aaron Judge. Right, she loves Aaron Judge. Get her thoughts on uh, all of that and more NBA season approach and very quickly get her thoughts on the Grizzlies. Some futures bets. All that. Stick around. Jason and John. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Turn FM, ESPN. McCoy Roofing and Renovations is your man. For the job, whatever that job could be, it might be you need a new roof, it might be you need a project taken care of, kitchen renovation, bathroom renovation, does it all. He is fair, he is honest, best in town. I had a roof issue a couple years back, had water in my house. I was worried, I was like, man, I've never been through this as a homeowner, like, what's this going to cost me? cost me anything. He fought with my insurance company, got it covered, no out-of-pocket cost to me greatest experience that I could ask for honestly. When he comes out, let him know you heard about him on the Jason and John Show. He's going to throw in a free roof and upgrade. Check out the website, MacaulayRoofingLLC.com. You can call him up, 901-487-7096. As John said, it's a number you want to have, a number you want to lock in your phone, because whether it's your roof or renovation issues, that entertainment center you've been dying to build, Chris McCauley, the guy to do it, his team, uh, build out that upstairs, build out that patio, all kinds of renovation answers to your questions Chris McCulley has. You want to do a little homework before you call? Do that. Voted most popular roofing company. You'll like that. 
think you'll also like the five-star reviews you see on Facebook over Macaulay Roofing and Renovations. Again, check out the website, MacaulayRoofingLLC.com. Again, that number, 901-487-7096. It's Macaulay Roofing and Renovation. By the way, I saw a, uh, I saw a TikTok from Kelly Rowland uh, yesterday. How's she doing? Bro, she honestly looks amazing. She does. She has not aged a bit. Old is Kelly now. She's got me in her 40s, right? I guess. They were so young when they started. Sometimes I get a little thrown off by that. I'm well, even if she was 18. She's right? 41. You nailed yeah. it. She looks amazing. She was asked. She was talking about like a Destiny's Child reunion. Everybody's asking about it. Of course. Everybody wants to do it except Beyonce. That's probably. right. That's the that's, yeah. your, that's your fundamental. You can get the. Does you, she need it? You can do a Destiny's Child reunion. You just won't have. You know the person that everybody wants to see, right? <laughs> so, so yeah, that is uh, it's her and Michelle Williams, right? Kelly Rowland, sounds Michelle. right. What's Michelle Williams uh, didn't, doing? Didn't didn't we change up too? We had there's one more, and then they replaced. So there's technically four members. Oh really? At, at some point, I think they changed a member. Okay. Uh, Hard yeah. to keep up with. Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, Michelle Williams. Um, I don't know. Uh, Latavia Roberson mm. was the original member. There you go. There you go. Told you. Yeah. Wife keeps up with that stuff. Oh, see, okay. So I didn't realize Destiny Child had this many. So there was Latavia Roberson, Latoya Luckett, who's like now an actress, and Farrah Franklin. Told you. How it, many? How many people were in Destiny's Child? Six people. But Roland and Beyonce in the originals, right? Kelly was always there, was she not? I think so. Okay, yes. I think, so. I yeah. think she. Uh, I think she was. Now. Uh, Latavius Roberson, they say, was an original member. I, I honestly, I can't remember. It, it used to be called Girls Time, Destiny's Child. That I did not know. I'm giving you all kinds of history lessons here on the show today. Just that bro. part. Just that part. That's Girls, the part I didn't know. Destiny's Child, much better than Girls Time. You know, no question about that. Anyway, Jason, you'll just have to wait on the uh, Girls Time slash Destiny's Child reunion. Well, and, I appreciate the Kelly Rowland update. And if there is a reunion, by the way. Do you have to get all the members or just the three that people want to see? What? There is no reunion without Beyond, without, without uh, of Queen course. B. I'm saying, so do you go get Latavia to... Roberson? Do you go get Latoya Luckett? It doesn't Luckett? matter. As long as you have Roland and Beyonce, you, you have anybody up there. But again, is it worth it to Beyonce? I would say no. That would simply. She's like the rock in terms of her time. Every second is worth literally thousands. Yeah. So if you're going to pull her yeah, out right. of the hive, yeah. you better be, you better be telling some billions. You know well, what I'm saying? I, I think it could. I think that that tour could generate billions. No, I don't know about that. No, Destiny's Child reunion tour, bro. She can just do her own and oh, do yeah, that. That's true. She doesn't need all the mess anymore. That's true. It would really just be. What it would really be is a. It was. It would be a favor to Kelly and Michelle. They'd be like, "Hey, thank you for all you've done to help." Sisterhood type deal. Because that's that's the only person that would benefit. Because you're right. Beyonce can say, I don't need to tour with y'all clowns. I can do this on my own. As much as I love Kelly, too, if you just told me it was Destiny's Child and Kelly's the lead, I'm not, I'm not going to buy the ticket. Oh, not a chance. Because it's not Destiny's Child. If Beyonce's not there, it's it's Kelly Rowland I'm and Michelle you, Williams. I'm glad you know that. <laughs> it's Kelly and Michelle. But right? before Destiny's Child, there was In Vogue. Yeah. Just, just know that. Uh, and that's fine. That I, it goes back before them. But it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it, it, they weren't popping like Destiny's Child. No. But again, the, you had to. They had to. They stood on the shoulders of In Vogue. There always are the OGs, mm-hmm. and we but we pay respect to those OGs. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we uh, we as society moves on, we get better and we upgrade, and that is uh, that is always what happens. All right, so the NBA GM survey is out up at NBA.com. This is always a good exercise, right? What are uh, you know uh, the, the your peers saying? What do the executives around the NBA 
believe about this season. Now, they're not always right. For example, last year, 72% of executives polled, GMs polled, thought the Brooklyn Nets would win the NBA Finals. They didn't win a game in the playoffs. So, you know, some of this is purely speculation. I, I think what's more interesting than their predictions about who's going to win the NBA Finals is, like, players, right? Sure. Reputations of players, who's going to have a breakout year. For example, last year, 17% of the vote for breakout player, I think this was number one, was Jaron Jackson. And breakout he did. Uh, he had a career year defensively. Uh, it helped the Grizzlies to get that number two seed. So I think their evaluations of players are certainly more interesting than team speculation because mm-hmm. nobody saw the Grizzlies coming last year, right? And they, and they, and they, and they came. So uh, that's, that's, you know, that's part of it. They, 43% of uh, executives believe that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win the NBA Finals next season. Not a bad bet. I get it. Uh, Golden State, number two, 25% of the vote. Clippers, 21% of the vote. Boston Celtics, 11% of the vote. So that is uh, what they think about that. Sounds about right. Eastern they Eastern Conference most believe it'll be in order of Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Brooklyn. That's your top four in the East. and the West, they believe it'll go Clippers, Golden State, Phoenix, Denver, and then Memphis at five. So Memphis over Dallas, which is interesting, but behind Denver. Um, Denver, of course, now is officially getting back Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. is probably going to be healthy. You could argue that, you could, but you could flip them, I think. They've got because we don't know on Denver yet with Jamal and Michael Porter Jr. We know they're going to be there, right? But we don't know what what version of them you will get. They've got the uh, they've got the Pelicans at at nine. <clears throat> I am taking the over on that, or I guess it would be the under the under nine because uh, I think the Pelicans are going to be a lot better than that. Uh, I think they're I guess maybe they're hedging against Zion's health. Uh, who will win the 2022-23 MVP award? Luca got 48% of the vote. I mean, he's, his usage I, I is insane. If they're gonna be, I wonder if they're going to be good enough. Right. I mean, if they finish sixth, you know. You tell me. Yeah, that's tough. I have a hard time giving it to them if they're that low. And it sure feels like it's going to be bottom half of the Western Conference standings, like uh, bottom half of the top eight, obviously I'm saying, where it's between five and eight. Feels like to me. I don't know how many I've seen. I don't think I've seen any that have Dallas in the top four. So just this, this giving it all to Luca right now, and it feels like with this vote, it kind of is saying that. That's that seems to me like you're making the assumption they're going to be pretty good. I'm not so sure of that. Yeah, uh, I think especially that's, losing Brunson. Yeah, like, I think that's an I like interesting. Would pick up, but I don't know that they're going to be better than they were last year. Yeah, I think that's a, that's fair. Uh, if you're starting a franchise today, could sign any player in the NBA. Giannis, 55 percent of the vote. Uh, is number one followed by Luca? They only only two votes. That's it. That's crazy. Giannis and Luca. Josh should have a vote there. He the, he should have at least a couple people voting for him there. Well, clearly uh, Zach Kleiman was not polled in this, uh, right? I mean, because Zach would have said Ja. I think maybe not. Maybe if behind closed doors he wouldn't have said that. I I would think he would say Ja though. Uh, which player forces opposing coaches to make the most adjustments? Number one is none other than Boban. Uh, Boban Marjanovic yeah. got the fifty-two uh, percent of the vote there because I think of his size. No, no. no. no why are you Why are you doing this, Steph? Yeah, Steph got the uh, uh, the most votes there, followed by Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, and then Luca. Ja did get some votes in this one. Thank goodness. Not not they remembered entirely clear. No, he's in some other list. Uh, how many? But he's he, he he did get some votes there. Uh, which player is most likely to have a breakout season in twenty two twenty three? Evan Mobley. Got 21% of the vote. 
uh, for uh, for this category. So you know, again, I think that's uh, that's this is where I think the GMs are are, are more in, like they kind of have a good pulse, right? Mm-hmm. On uh, and I think Evan Mobley is a is a fine pick. Cade Cunningham, Anthony Edwards. Although I would argue Anthony Edwards has kind of already done that. He's kind of already broken out a little bit, hadn't he? I'd say so. Um, who is the best point guard in the NBA? This is not going to make you happy. Steph, 72% of the vote. Luca, number two. Chris Paul, number three. And then Trey Young, number Heck four. No. Ja Heck got no. no votes. They got that all wrong. Ja got no votes. That's got to be above to Trey. That's ridiculous. Right. I mean, in it, terms of affecting winning. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, who, who's gonna, the numbers? Who's going to sit here and act like the Grizzlies had some great roster coming into last season? Wasn't nobody talking about the Grizzlies? You know, they had they had they had a bunch of role players. We were talking about taking a step back because they traded Jonas. Possibly take a step back to take a step forward. Remember that narrative going into mm-hmm. the season? Nobody's talking about number two. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, there's and there's no other there's no other Grizzly mentioned in terms of who's the best X, Y, and Z. So we will just move on uh, from that totally. Um, let's see what else is interesting. Uh, most underrated player acquisition number one, Malcolm Brogdon with the Celtics. Although, yeah. is that really underrated? I think that's the one everybody's talking about. Well, that's true. Uh, number two, Ty, PJ Tucker. Now we're talking. Are you? Is that serious? Really? Yeah. Number two. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I basically have the mind of an NBA general manager. Uh, I mean, there's just no way around it. PJ Tucker, fourteen percent. John Wall. 14%. Again, though, we're underrated is the key here. I don't think John Wall's acquisition is underrated, and I don't think Malcolm Brogdon, De'Anthony Melton, number four. That'd be an underrated acquisition. Exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a category where it's the the Melton ones that mm-hmm. should be in that in in that group. Yeah, I feel you on the the Wall and some of the others. Yeah, not, I, not, those I don't are think big it applies. Splashes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, regardless, who will win the 2022-23 Rookie of the Year? 80% of the vote. Going to Paolo. Yeah, we didn't even. He didn't look good last night, though. He got he got schooled. Which rookie? Will, be a lot of that. Which rookie will be the best player in five years? Also Paolo, but it's the it's much uh, slimmer the margin there. Thirty one percent of the vote compared to Chet Holmgren's twenty eight percent. Here's one you're gonna like, Jason. Which rookie was the biggest steal in the draft at where he was selected? Ty at number one. Jalen Duran. Love it. Uh, Detroit. Fourteen percent of the vote. Antari Eason at 17 for the Houston Rockets. Uh, Kenneth Lofton went undrafted, but he did get a vote. How about that? Here, and I think that's I think that's savvy. I think that is uh, that is very smart. Um, anything else? I mean, defense here. I mean, you're going to see a lot of uh, Rigo Baird, interior defender. Jaron did not get any respect there. Taylor Jenkins got a lot of votes in terms of best head coach. He, yeah. he wasn't around top one, top two, top three-ish, but he, he's in the mix for – Best offense, best defense. So my point is the the respect. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.